Alright, alright. <clears throat> okay, okay. What is up, everybody? It's LJ Talks Facts right here. Expensive Facts, like always, of course. Hope you guys are enjoying your Wednesday afternoon. Again, I'm not in that great of a mood today. You know, it is what it is. But hope you guys are enjoying your day. Hope you guys enjoyed my episode. Uh, yes, then. Hope you guys are going to enjoy this one. Because we got to talk about the New York Yankees bringing back Aaron Boone. So Aaron Boone is staying here in New York as the New York Yankees manager for another three years. And in his fourth year, he does have an option. So we'll see what happens, you know. I'm not surprised that Aaron Boone is back. I will be honest, I'm really not surprised. But three years? I mean, I doubt he would have signed a one-year deal because then you would kind of know, okay, this is going to be his last year. And, you know, I think with like with a one-year deal, it's, you know, he could probably get fired in that deal, like, in the middle of it. He probably could, and I don't think he wanted that. I don't think anybody would want that. Like, Joe Torre didn't want that in 2008 because the Yankees wanted to bring him back, but there was no guarantee, like, they wouldn't, you know, you know, because he could have got fired midseason, Joe Torre, in 2008. Just imagine if that would have happened, though. Imagine Joe Torre, if he would have came back in 2008 and say the Yankees were struggling, they would have fired him. That would have looked really bad. That would have looked seriously bad for the Yankees. It would have. You know, I mean, I got a lot to say here about Boone. Like, listen, whether you want to believe it or not, I don't hate Aaron Boone at all. I don't hate Aaron Boone at all. I do have respect for Aaron Boone. Some people probably wouldn't believe that because I've criticized him a lot. Well, because at times he does deserve to be criticized. We know he follows the analytics, but these last four years, nothing's, nothing's worked for the Yankees. I mean, 2018 and 2019, they had 100-plus win seasons. You know, 2018, they underachieved so fucking much. That 2018 team should have went all the way. They should have. They had the talent to go all the way. They've had the talent these last four years or even the last five years to go all the way. But 2017, nobody expected that team to go far, but they did. You know, and then 2019 with all that talent right there, and they were so red hot getting into the postseason, you could just feel the Yankees' offense was awesome in 2019. And I will admit, Aaron Boone deserved AL Manager of the Year because of all the pieces that went down, and the Yankees, all the pieces they had to bring in, it worked like magic. It worked like magic. I'm sure a lot, of pe- a lot of you guys are shocked to hear me say that he deserved to win AL Manager of the Year in 2019. Well, he did deserve it. It should have been Baldelli, and that's nothing against Baldelli. But Aaron Boone should have won Manager of the Year in 2019. AL Manager of the Year in 2019. Just because of everything the Yankees went through that year, it was a shame they didn't win the World Series. I'm sure if they would have won the World Series, he probably would have got Manager of the Year. AL Manager of the Year, I mean, who knows? Maybe he still wouldn't have. I mean, that would have been kind of surprising if he still wouldn't have got it. You know, and it's just, I don't know, with the short leashes on pitchers a lot and, you know, trying to play like the Tampa Bay Rays with the whole, with the whole opener bullshit and try, they tried to beat him at their own game back in 2020 in the ALDS in game two when in reality Masio Tanaka should have just started that game or if you wanted to, you wanted to really have Tanaka pitch game three, you should have just went with Jay Happ in game two, maybe surprise you, you know. You can't you can't play like other teams. You gotta play like the New York Yankees. You can't try to be other teams. You can't do that. It's just not gonna work. You think you're playing chess? Well, they're playing checkers. That's just how it is. You know? 
I mean, these last two years, they've completely regressed the Yankees. I've used that word a lot because it's the truth, you know. I mean, okay, granted, it was a 60-game season last year in 2020. But again, it comes down to all that talent right there. The Yankees should have went far. And I started to believe in them a lot more when they swept Cleveland. Because that was a fun wild card series. Especially that amazing comeback in game two right there. You know, down 4 nothing, Came right back to Urshela Grant. Slam was back and forth. Top of the ninth. They were down by a run. They rallied. It was a fun game. One of the most fun games I've ever watched. It was great. And I had a lot of confidence against Tampa right there. I thought, okay, maybe we could beat them. You know, they kicked our ass during the regular season. In the shortened season right there. But I think we could beat them. But sadly... Sadly, we couldn't. You know, I mean, game one, like I keep mentioning, game one was a great game. The offense exploded, especially Giancarlo Stan with a huge grand slam in the ninth inning. And then game two, I'm getting more confident. Like, okay, maybe Debbie Garcia is going to surprise a lot of people right here. Like, he's going to start. And I wanted him to start the game. I'm like, all right, give him a shot. Let's see what he's got right here. But when they pulled that whole shit, we only pitched the first inning. And they took him out. And then all hell broke loose with Jay Happ in the second inning. That's what really pissed me off. I'm like, you couldn't have Garcia go a little more long, go a little bit longer right there. Say if Garcia would have struggled in the second inning, that's when you pull him out. But that was the plan all along. I don't know if it was Boone's idea. I don't know if it was Cashman's idea. Well, if it was Boone's idea, he's an idiot. If it was Cashman's idea, well, Boone's an idiot for fucking accepting that move right there. Should have, he should have, you know, declined it. Say, you know, what? I'm not going to do this. Said, no, this is stupid. Why are we going to do this for? It's not going to work. And it didn't work. The Yankees, in reality, should have won that series in four games. Because I can understand losing game three, okay. But then they would be up two games to one. Because if they don't do that whole move with Garcia, they probably win game two. They probably do. It's a whole different ball game. And then game four, they win. They could have won in four. Maybe they beat the Astros last year. Maybe. And then maybe they beat the Dodgers in the World Series. Just maybe. I don't know if they do. You know, but it just all comes down to underachieving so much right there. And it, it's got to fall on the coaches. It does. I mean, I, I absolutely blame the players as well. I've criticized a lot of the Yankee players, you know, from this year. Like Labor Torres and like Gary Sanchez and like Brett Gardner and even Garrett Cole from the wild card game. You know, it's... And even Joey Gallo too. It's just... It, it does fall on the players, but it also has to fall on the coaches too. It does. Like, I don't know how Aaron Boone is with the players behind closed doors. I would hope that he gets angry at them. I hope he's not, like, you know, coddling them and saying it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay. Like, you can't be the players' friends. You just can't. You can't be the players' friend. You can't do that. Because a lot of these guys really lack discipline. They really do. All I'm saying right there, I mean, Boone showed a lot of, you know, urgency this year in 2021. He did. He absolutely did. Like, back in June, like I said, when they got swept by Philly in Philly, Boone was pissed. You could tell that he was pissed. It wasn't like the whole, you know, post-game press conference where, like, he's praising a lot of things. We'll be okay. Like, he was pissed. And when Brian Holt asked him that question, you know, is his team used to losing? And he's like, no, this team is not used to freaking losing. The hell out of here with that. It was like a pause when before he said the hell out of here with that. But you could tell Boone was pissed. That was real energy right there out of Aaron Boone. That wasn't like the whole, oh, well, this guy had, a great, had some great swings. Oh, you know, he threw some great pitches. It wasn't like that. I thought, okay, maybe this, this is what we need out of Aaron Boone. And hopefully, hopefully going forward, 
hopefully going forward, this is how Aaron Boone is the rest of the way. You know, hopefully, hopefully it is. You know, this is the sense of urgency we need out of Aaron Boone going forward. We need that out of him. I'm not saying to get pissed every game, but... I, you know... Like, what's the best way to say it? I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not trying to say get pissed every game and get in every player's face. I'm not trying to say be like Billy Martin and get in everybody's fucking face every time. I'm just saying... You know, during the post-game press conferences, you shouldn't be praising guys that are doing bad because they don't deserve to be praised. They deserve to, you know, be told that they suck. They need to hear it. That's criticism. Because they'll think what they're doing is fine right there. No, some people got to change. Sometimes the players got to change their approaches. They just do. You know, am I happy that Boone's back? No, but I'm not surprised. You know, I'm starting to think, okay, you know, it's getting a little bit later now. The World Series is... Right around the corner pretty soon. Like, that's when his deal's officially up. You know, so I'm thinking, are the Yankees going to let him walk? Are they actually going to try to get somebody else? But nope. Aaron Boone's here to stay. He ain't going anywhere anytime soon. I don't see him, to be honest, unless the Yankees miss the playoffs in 2022 next year, then I could see Aaron Boone actually getting fired. Because if it leads to that right there, from losing the ALDS to losing in the wild card game, to getting to, to not even making the playoffs next year, then Boone's gonna get fired. With two years left, he'll get fired. I could see it. Because this almost seems like it almost feels like a one-year deal in a way. It almost does. Because if they make the playoffs, Boone's not going anywhere. No matter how the Yankees finish in the playoffs, whether it's losing the wild card game, or the ALDS, or the ALCS, or the World Series, or whatever they do, Boone's not gonna go anywhere. But if they miss the playoffs, I actually could see Boone getting fired. That's if they miss the playoffs in 2022, and I don't believe they will. Even if guys go down, this team this team is relentless in a way. They really are. So I can't see them missing the playoffs at all. Especially, I am confident the Yankees will make some good offseason moves. And they already addressed the shortstop issue, and there's a rumor they're going to go after Correa or Sega. Did I say Sega? I would say Corey Seager. Like, oh my God. I forgot, like, the ER at the end right there saying Sega. What the fuck? But, um, you know, personally, I do want Carlos Correa. These are like my off-season wants. It's also be like, you know, talking about my off-season wants before we talk a little bit more about Boone. But going into the off-season, you know, we definitely do need a shortstop, and Cashman's right about that. We do need a shortstop. Or the way that he's saying it. But you know that he knows that we need a shortstop. So you got guys like Carlos Correa, Corey Seager, and Trevor's story on the market. Who, who do you take? Personally, I'd say you take Carlos Correa. He's the best offensive hitter out of those three. And he's the best defensive player out of those three. That's just how I see it right there. You know, a lot of people may hate Carlos Correa. You bring him over to the Bronx, that's huge. So I think the Yanks should do it. I think they should do it. They should get Carlos Correa. I wouldn't mind Seager's story, but I think if you really want to win, Carlos Correa is the guy. He's the guy right there. So I would do it. And also, bring back Anthony Rizzo if you can. I would get that deal done right away. But if you can't bring back Anthony Rizzo, there's been the rumors that they might trade for Matt Olson. Okay, you trade for Matt Olson then. 
That's fine. That's perfectly fine with me if they can't bring back uh, Anthony Rizzo. That's fine. I'm cool with that. You know, people might say, well, well, it all matters who we give up. No, I don't give a shit who we give up. If you can't bring back Rizzo, get Matt Olson. Guy had 39 home runs last year. He's not just a home run hitter. He's a great defensive first baseman. And he can also hit, you know, other than home runs, he can hit as well. I'm just saying. You get him in Yankee Stadium with his lefty bat, damage will be done. Just like Anthony Rizzo. Just like Anthony Rizzo. That's if they can't bring him back. And I want Rizzo back. And also another move, they should trade for Byron Buxton. I've been thinking about it right now. I've been hearing about it. They should trade for Byron Buxton. They should do it and trade Joey Gallo. I'm not saying, like, you know, put Joey Gallo in that trade. But you could trade him some, you know, some other way. If it's not that trade, get rid of him in a different way. But I would take Byron Buxton. You could say, well, but he's injury prone. I mean... That's kind of that is true. I was about to say that's kind of true. It is true. With his defense and his speed and his bat, if he could stay healthy, I mean that's a big like risk right there. It's a big question mark. If he if he could stay healthy, I don't know. I, I would do it though. I would do it. And also, you know, with the catching situation, I'd say go after Tucker Barnhart or Jacob Stallings, either one of those guys. Because Gary, listen, I don't hate Gary Sanchez. Whether you want to believe it or not, I don't hate Sanchez. I know I've criticized him a lot, but it's because he deserves it. I criticize people who deserve it. I don't just do it. I don't just pick a name out of the hat and say, "Oh, I'm going to criticize this guy." I don't do that. If Gary had a great 2021 season, we wouldn't be talking about him right now and replacing him or any other guys that I've criticized. I'm just saying. But I don't think the Yankees should go forward with Gary Sanchez. I don't think he should be the catcher going forward. I don't think he should be. I think a lot of people will agree. Some people will disagree. I don't know why. I mean, you look how Sanchez has played since 2017. He hasn't been the same. He's been horrible. His offense has gotten worse. His defense got a little bit better in 2019. But ever since then, his defense has fallen again. It's like you can't trust him. It's like you, don't, you always feel like he's just a wild pitch waiting to happen. Or, excuse me, a pass ball waiting to happen. That's just how it feels. So, and also, you know, pitching-wise, um, well, before we get to pitching-wise, I'd say don't bring back Brett Gardner. Just don't. Don't bring back Brett Gardner. There's no reason to. There's no reason to. To be honest, if you want a backup outfielder, it's probably going to be Florio, and it should be. I would take Florio over Gardner. Because what are you going to bring back Gardner for? He's going to struggle. From, he's going to struggle from April to July, and what he's going to somehow somehow turn it on in August and September? Like, no, we can't have that. Can't waste that bats. We just can't do that. I know Gardner still works the count. His defense is still there, but we can't have him be in a slump for a couple months, and then all of a sudden he turns it on. Like, no, we can't have that happen. It's too big of a risk, you know. And I've praised Gardner a lot of, a lot here during his time as a Yankee. Not recently. You know, and the way he looked in the wild card game, he looked done. Struck out three times against Evaldi. He looked horrible. He, lo- he just looked like he was done. I, mean, I can't see him going anywhere else than, you know, playing here. I, could, I just can't see him going anywhere else. I simply can't. But who knows? Some team probably would take him. 
Or if Gardner was to retire and become a coach for the Yankees, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Wouldn't mind that at all, but he shouldn't be taking at-bats away from people that deserve it, you know? It's just like, you know, it is, a kind of, it is kind of a tough situation with Aaron Hicks. Or it really is because he's got four years left and he's owed $40 million. And he's had two major surgeries the last um, two out of three years. Because, you know, 2019, he did come back in the ALCS. It was a big home run off Verlander in Game 5. That will always be Aaron Hicks' signature moment. I always love him for that. But then, you know, he had the Tommy John surgery after that. And even before that, he was struggling in 2019 when he signed that big contract. And then 2020, he just wasn't there. And then, and then this year, the time he was here, he wasn't doing anything before he got hurt. Then he had the major surgery. So we'll definitely see him next year. Will he be a Yankee? And the question, you know, or the answer to that question is most likely yes. So I don't know how it's all going to work out. You know, I'm going to give my prediction on how the uh, outfield and infield is going to look. I know I said trade Gallo, but I still believe he'll be here, actually. That's just what I'm predicting. And I don't think they're going to trade for Bucks, and that's, like, what I want. But this is now me, like, predicting what it's going to look like. Like, left field, it'll be Gallo. Center field, it'll be Hicks. Right field, it'll be Judge. Third base. Uh, third base, I could see it being DJ, because I think they may trade Geo. They might. I could see them trading Geo. I don't think he's going to have a spot. Shortstop, um, Correa. I do believe he's coming. Second base. I don't think they're going to give up on Glaber. So, I think Glaber is going to play second. And I believe Rizzo will come back, and he'll be playing first, and... You know, even though I want Gary to be traded, I don't think he's going anywhere. He'll be behind the plate. And John Carlo will DH. So, I mean, personally, personally, if I had to make a decision like on who I want, who I want to trade when it comes down to Geo and Glaber, I, I trade Glaber. I would trade Glaber. Even though Glaber did pick it up towards the end of the season, is it going to be enough going the rest of the way? I mean, I don't know. His trade value is down. I think Geo's trade value could still be up there because defensively, Geo's still good. Offensively, still has his moments. He was a little bit banged up this year. His trade value is way up there, Geo, I would feel. So, I don't know. That's just what I feel. That's, that's just what I feel right there. And bench-wise... Even though I don't want Gardner back, I believe they will bring him back. So he'll be on the bench. You'll have Higgy on the bench. Uh, Wade as well. And I could see maybe LaCastro coming back as well. So that's what I see. That's my prediction right there. You know, there's a lot of guys there I don't want. I don't want Gallo coming back. I don't want Hicks. I don't want Gardner. I don't want Glaber. I don't want Gary. You know, I just I just don't. But these are potentially the cards that are going to be dealt in the rotation. It's going to be Cole, obviously, number one. Montgomery, oh, I don't know how it's going to go the rest of the way. But, you know, we know Montgomery will be in there. Severino. I mean, I don't know if we're going to see Tyone for a while. I mean, he's a free agent. I do believe the Yankees will bring him back. But he's going to miss a couple months probably because he's having Achilles surgery next week. So, so I don't know. But I wish Tyone the best. I wish Tyone the best right there, and hopefully we do see him soon next year. You know, 
He put it all on the line for us right there against the Tampa Bay Rays in the last game of the season. He put it all on the line. God bless him. And I would say the number five starter, it probably will be Cortez. And that's fine by me. And then bullpen-wise, you know, you'll have guys like Wandy, And I think Herman could be out of the bullpen. Um, Loisica, obviously. Chapman will be there. Uh, Green, Holmes. I'd say bring back Litke. I think he's a free agent, so I'd bring him back. Um, I, I like to put. I like to keep King as well. That would be really nice. That's what I'm predicting the team will look like next year. Is it pretty? It's got so many pieces, and also you're probably thinking like, what about Luke Voigt? I think Voigt's gonna get traded. I think he's going to. Maybe the Yankees DFA him. I, I don't know. The guy's injury prone. You really want to bring him back? I like Luke Voigt. I really do. He's one, he's one of my favorite Yankees, Luke Voigt. He really is. Currently, he is. But the guy's injury prone. You know, he was healthy in 2018 when we got him. 2019, he was up and down. Last year, he was playing hurt, and God bless him. Because he was still mashing. You know. And just this year, up and down. Up and, It was more down than up. Because 2019, he was kind of like in the middle. But this year, or this year, just fucking way down. But, you know, that's what I predict the Yankees will look like next year. And potentially, like, you know, that team on paper could win a World Series. But, again, it all comes down to can they overachieve this time? Actually, not even overachieve. This team should achieve at the level of a World Series. There's no overachieving at all. The question is, are they going to underachieve again? You know, how is Boone going to do? But, like I said... If this is what the team looks like or however the Yankees team looks in 2022 and they miss the playoffs, I think Boone's gone after that. You could say that's kind of crazy because he signed a three-year deal. Well, it feels like a one-year deal in a way. I think Boone's got to treat it like a one-year deal. You know, I'm sure he's nervous too. And I know Aaron Boone is a nice guy. He seems like a very nice guy. He really does. I have nothing against him as a person. I don't. If I met him, I'd shake his hand and say, you're a very nice guy and everything. You know, we seem like a really good guy. Just please, you know, lead us to the World Series. It's all we want right here. You know, but if Boone makes stupid decisions next year, he deserves to be criticized. I know a lot of people like him, but and a lot of people don't like him. You know, I'm really, like, neutral in a way with Boone. I really am. Did I want him back? No. I wanted to go the old school manager route and get... Buckshaw Walter back, but the Yanks don't believe in the old school way. They just don't. The funny thing is, when a lot of guys went down back in July, you know, due to COVID, and they had to call guys up, they were playing old school baseball. They were bunting, they were stealing bases, they were hitting for contact, not trying to mash one. It was it was nice to watch. So, I don't know. I really don't know, guys. I really don't know how. I I don't know. Was I disappointed yesterday? Absolutely, I was. I was very disappointed to hear the news that Aaron Boone's coming back. I really was. It was right away in the morning. It was like around 9.30. It was like like 10 after 9. I saw the news and I was like, 
Oh my god, they actually brought him back. <laughs> but I wasn't surprised, though. I wasn't surprised. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Hopefully Aaron Boone manages his way. Because we all know these four years he's been here, it's been the analytical way. It should be his own way right here. I mean, even Donald LaGreca said it. He's a puppet. Hopefully, you know... Hopefully he's not a puppet anymore. Hopefully he says, you know what, I want to run the game my way. I'm the manager right here. Should tell Cashman that you're not the one in the dugout for all the games. I am. And these analytics, you could shove them up your ass. Seriously. Like, I'm managing this team right here. I'm the one that's putting the lineup out every day. I'm the one that's with these guys every day. Come on. Seriously? Oh, my God. You know, I'm not saying Boone doesn't have a backbone. I'm not saying that at all. It almost seems like he doesn't, but I know he does. He's just got to step it up for us. Hopefully he does. You know, you could say, well, we've been in the playoffs the last four years. What have we done, though? We underachieve in the postseason, and this team should not be underachieving. And again, it does fall on a lot of the players. It does. It does. But also, Boone has made some bad decisions in the postseason. And I'm not saying it was his fault for Garrett Cole pitching against Boston. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. It was Garrett Cole's own fault. If he was legitimately hurt, then he shouldn't have fucking went out there and pitched. And you could say that would be the old school way to go out there and pitch. Well, it's not smart to do now. It's just not. It's just not. You know, and like I mentioned about the Garrett Cole deal, right now it doesn't look good. Right now, it doesn't look good right now. It just doesn't. You can call me crazy. You can call me stupid or delusional. I watch the games. Okay? I don't just sit back and look at the highlights and say, oh, wow, okay, yeah. No, I watch the pitches. I watch the hits. I watch these games. I pay attention. I don't slack off. When I'm at the games, I'm always paying attention. I'm only on my phone. When the innings are over, I'm always paying attention. So, are you, though? Doesn't seem like it. (sighs) But, guys, you know... Like I said, these are the cards that are being dealt for the Yankees. You know, and see, like, I can't stand people criticizing people on Twitter for saying, you know, um... Like, I see a couple of Yankee fans, like, really upset that they, we haven't won a World Series since 2009. And it's the other fan base saying, oh, well, you have 27 rings. A lot of these new, newer Yankee fans, they weren't around for the fucking dynasty in the fucking 90s. Some of them weren't. Some of them were lucky to be a part of that. You know what I mean? And, of course, the, old, the other old championships, too. You know, these newer fans, they want to see a world championship. I've only been alive for two, 2000 and 2009. I didn't get to see the dynasty in the 90s. I didn't. I wish I did. It would have been a nice time to be alive. It would have been. So you can't call the Yankee fans spoiled because, I mean, any fan base, you, you can call any fan base spoiled for saying, oh, we're so miserable. We haven't won a world championship in so long. We've never won a world championship. You're allowed to feel that way. Whichever fan base it is, whatever sport it is, you're allowed to feel that way. 
We're like, we want a world championship so badly. This Yankees fan base is hungry for the 28th world championship. We are hungry for it. I'm telling you, we win, we win our 28th title whenever that's going to be. This city is going to be going nuts. It's going to be insane. Especially if we win our 28th world title at Yankee Stadium, it's going to be absolutely fucking insane, just like it was back in 2009. And, I, I mean, that 2009 season was so magical. All the comebacks that year, Girardi's second year as manager, the core four getting their last world title together, winning at the new stadium. So many great moments that year. So many great moments. That was the greatest season that I ever watched. That was the greatest New York Yankee season that I ever watched. It was. And you can say, was it because oh, oh, they won a world title? Uh, no. Because of all the great moments that year. There were so many clutch moments out of a lot of people. like Guys like Matsui and guys like Swisher, A-Rod, Teixeira, Cano, Jeter, Posada, etc., etc. You know what I mean? It's a great year right there. I'm telling you, if the Yankees do win a World Series in 2022 or whatever that, or whenever it may be, this city's going to be up for grabs. It really is. That's all I want to see is another World Championship. Not asking for them to win fucking 10 titles in a row. I mean, that would be fucking crazy if they did that, but let's just get ring number 28. Let's get it. We shouldn't be in this fucking drought. I mean, we've been in droughts before. Been in plenty of droughts. You know, after winning in 1978, they didn't win. They didn't win till uh, 1996, so it took 18 years to win another one. And right now, it's been 12 years since they won. It almost seems unreal. It really does. But hopefully, guys, you know, I want to end this on a good note. I want to end it with some optimism. I really do hope that Aaron Boone does a really good job in this three-year deal. And he has done a good job. He has. I'm saying like a really good job where we get a world championship. You know, you know, do I think Boone is a bad manager? I mean, there's a lot of bad managers out there. I wouldn't even put Boone in the top 10 right there. I just wouldn't. You know, he makes bad decisions at times, you know. I feel like you should let pitchers go a little bit longer. I feel like you shouldn't tax your bullpen. But once it comes playoff time, if your bullpen is taxed, you're screwed. You're absolutely screwed. So what I feel like, you know, what Boone should really do in 2022 is let his pitchers go a little bit longer. That's just how I feel. I know it's a different game, and pitchers really only go six innings, but you shouldn't tax your bullpen. I'm not saying to never go to your bullpen or use your bullpen rarely, but let your guys pitch. They got to pitch. That's what they got to do. So I hope that Aaron Boone does lead us to the promised land. Do I really believe that he will? Right now, I will say no, even though I do want to end with optimism, because I do believe the Yankees will have a great offseason. They will get some really good pieces that could get us the World Series. I don't know. We'll just see what happens, though. We'll just have to see what happens. And I feel like, you know, I know Boom wants to give some guys some rest at times, but when you like when when a guy's when a guy is red hot, you should not bench him. You really shouldn't. And also, I think uh, I forgot to say with the bench situation, Odor has got two more years left on his deal, so I believe he'll be back unless the Yankees 
give him up, which I really don't think they should do. You could use his bat, so I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't give up all door to be honest. If he's gonna be a bench spot, that's fine. I wouldn't give him up though. Or unless you know if they feel like they have, he has no spot, then what are you gonna do? But I wanted to go the old school route. I want a Buckshaw Walter, but you know what? Sometimes you can't get what you want. These are the cards that are being dealt. We'll see what this team looks like in 2022. And hopefully they can go far. Hopefully they can finally win a World Series again. Hopefully they can. That's all I'm hoping for. It's just this team... I mean, to be honest, this 2021 team was just so up and down at times. I mean, when they were up, they were up. When they were down, they were down. That was a consistent thing about them. When they had their hot streaks... They were fucking hot. They looked like one of the best teams in baseball. When they got in their cold streaks, they looked like one of the worst teams in baseball. They absolutely did. But, guys, we'll see what happens. I do wish the best for Aaron Boone because he's our manager. He's my manager. can't say, oh, not my manager. Well, he is. So I can't say that. You know, I think Yankee fans or any fan base would be ridiculous. If somebody's your manager... That's your manager. You don't say, oh, not my manager. You sound stupid saying that. You really do. He's my manager. You know, it is what it is. What it is. I'm allowed to criticize him. I'm allowed to not be happy with him at times. But when he does good, I'll praise him. I absolutely will. I'm not going to be petty like that. I'm not going to do that at all. Like, I don't like Mike McCarthy, the head coach of my Dallas Cowboys, but we're 5-1, and one, so he's doing somewhat good of a job, I guess, even though I can't stand him. But um, we'll, we'll see what happens, though, guys. We'll see, all right? But I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. If any other news pops up, I'll definitely talk to you guys. But the next scheduled episode will be on Saturday afternoon where I'll be reviewing AEW Rampage. And Dynamite will also be on Saturday again this week. And then finally, it'll go back to Wednesdays next week. So it's going to be cool to watch a... Uh, wrestling on Saturday again, you know, old school feels nice, but alright guys, I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here, enjoy the rest of your night, and if nothing, if nothing comes up, I'll talk to you guys on Saturday afternoon, reviewing AEW Rampage, talk to you then guys.